spent a lot of time talking about the future for Indiana recruiting, but let's talk about the present and what Indiana has with this 2022 recruiting class. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? Welcome into Locked on Hoosiers. It's Wednesday, August 17th. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. As I mentioned, uh, we've spent a fair amount of time the last few weeks talking about the hits and, and more misses when it comes to Indiana's future on the recruiting trail. But they really nailed it with this 2022 class, and that's what I want to talk about today with Jason Jordan in our weekly recruiting conversation. And I'm not going to wait. I'm going to throw it to that one because it's a really fun one today. And we are now joined, as always, on Wednesdays by Director of Basketball Recruiting at Sports Illustrated, Jason Jordan. Uh, Jason, has life calmed down a little bit now that uh, most of the, the summer ball is over? Yeah, it has, but it just it just moves on to – we get a small break, and then, you know, September 9th starts what we like to call open gym season. So that's when coaches can get back out and evaluate kids at their schools, and then we do the in-home visit. So get a small break, but uh, it won't last long. <laughs> I was say, the grind absolutely does not stop when it, comes to, uh, when it comes to recruiting. Before we dive into this, I want to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college basketball recruiting uh, and college football recruiting sponsor across the Lockdown College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. <clears throat> we spent uh, each of our shows really talking about kind of the future and, and what Indiana is trying to land or what they will have coming in. Uh, but this 2022 class is one that they, they're secure, they're on campus, so uh, I figured it's a good time to to look into what this class brings. As you said, we're kind of in a, a break period when it comes to recruiting, so I uh, thought we would dive into this uh, four-person 2022 class. Start at the top, obviously, with Jalen Hood, Shafino, uh, in, the, in your guys' SI 199 rankings, came in at 26th. Uh, I believe in the final rankings, somebody that Indiana fans grew pretty familiar with throughout the year as he, he committed pretty early on. I'll just start off with just kind of the overview of his game uh, and what he brings to Bloomington this uh, this season. Well, I mean, he has great size at the guard. I mean, he, he you know, I think he wants to be a point guard uh, futuristically, but I mean, he's just, he's so talented as a scorer and he has such great size. I don't, you know, they'll be able to use him interchangeably. Um, six, five, six, six, maybe now. Um, but just an efficient score at all three levels. One of the things that really stands out for me uh, with Jalen uh, is his ability to be productive on in all settings and all teams where he's always on a team that is like loaded with talent for the last two or three years, right? Obviously, Montbird. And even with CP3, um, but he's always one of the top two players on the court. You know, whenever he's and, and you know, and that's that's telling. And I and I had this conversation with a couple other media guys. It's like you know, 
at the end of this game, Jalen, yeah, he's always maybe the best player on the court. It's just because he understands how to play high IQ guy and a guy who's um, who thrives as a playmaker. I would just say playmaker, a productive playmaker, right? And obviously that entails a lot. Um, yeah, he can score. He's athletic. Um, but I think um, the fact that his, his playmaking ability is really what sets him apart. And then he can guard. I mean, Jalen probably can guard one through four. You know, because mm-hmm. he's super strong, very physical, obviously pretty athletic, but a guy who's just productive in a lot of different facets. And I believe Kevin Boyle would probably that probably be the one thing that he would say stood out about Jaden for sure. Yeah, that I mean, you've mentioned it a couple of different ways, but the one of the biggest things that stood out to me watching him was just physically. He looks like he'll be ready to to step into Big Ten play, which um if you look at someone for the Hoosiers from last season, like Tamar Bates, who uh, yeah. I don't, yeah, physically, I, he didn't seem ready to to play Big Ten basketball. Right. With Jalen, that you don't think that'll be nearly a problem then? No, I mean certainly not physically. Um, you know, and I, and that's not to your point. That's not something you can say a lot, but um, yeah, you know, a lot of times it's like, oh, he's too small or he's too skinny or Jalen's like a, you know, <laughs> got the body of a a. a Greek God or so, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> well, he's definitely ready from the physical aspect. I mean, he'll obviously have a curve, um, you know, mentally. And a lot of those guys, especially guards have uh, a defensive curve. Um, that's pr- that's usually the biggest curve um, just with rotations and understanding concepts at a new um, place and a new level. But you know, I think he'll catch on really quick. And I think he'll be a guy who's very productive for you guys. The, the other thing that really stood out to me, I, 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 we, I was only able to watch a handful of games, but it was just kind of the poise that he had playing the point guard position. It always seemed like uh, he had things under control. It seemed like Montverde kind of deferred to him, and he was kind of the calming force for them. Is that another kind of skill he has? Yeah, never gets rattled. You're never going to speed him up. He always dictates the tempo and the pace. Um, he definitely had that, um, that role when Sky Clark uh, went down at Montverde, um, so he stepped in, you know, um, played a vital role in them winning one of their thousand national championships <laughs> every year. Um, so, and then he's a winner. I mean, obviously, you know, there's something mm-hmm. to be said about that. We'll obviously talk about that with Malik as well. But, um, yeah, he's definitely a glue guy for them. Um, not always super vocal, but I think that's something he's gotten better at. Um, and that's another area where he'll, go, he'll definitely grow at the next level. Now, having said that about how how kind of poised he is, he's going to play kind of a, a shooting guard position this year, maybe a dual point guard. Yeah. Uh, presumably him and Xavier Johnson are going to be starting together. Um, it, how do you think he would fit kind of playing off the ball a little bit more this season? Well, he's not – it's not nothing he's not used to. Like, I mean, like I said, in the summer, and he, and he didn't run the point exclusively at Montverde. So, and he thrived, you know, off the yeah. ball. And I think he's very comfortable as in the combo guard slot. And see that, and that's what you want. You want you want the court flooded with playmakers, right? And so if he gets the ball, he's the point guard, you know. Um, and so just having that is invaluable for coaches. And that's how you win, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll be um, it'll be a you know just having him on the court is just a great addition. So. And having him with the ball, and I think he'll have the ball in his hands a lot. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Uh, one of him or Zay, I think, is almost always going to be 
be on the court, so he will have yeah. plenty yeah. of time to, to to play the point guard position. You mentioned uh, kind of early on. Obviously, defense is going to be a, a big thing with uh, with Mike Woodson. But how? I mean, you mentioned he could guard maybe one through four. So is he? He's pretty strong on that end of the court then too. Yeah, for, well, you're not going to play if you, anybody knows anything about Mount Bird, You're not on the court unless you're playing defense. Kevin Boyle mm-hmm. is a sixer. Um, and so, and you know, and that's another thing. And I, I know Mike Woodson would, would agree here, but, um, you know, him coming from Mount Bird, <laughs> it probably uh, slows the curve defensively because yeah. I know there's a decent list uh, in the media world of uh, five stars who've gone to Mount Bird who didn't, didn't pan out or left because they mm-hmm. did not buy in defensively. And so, you know, it's, it's something to be said that Jalen's been there for multiple years and, and thrived. So I don't think I have a problem with the defensive end. Which probably is uh, why IU is is targeting so many of these Montbert yeah. guys uh, yeah. because that, that, yeah, that jump isn't quite as big uh, on that end of the court. Well, you you mentioned Jalen has a had a teammate, Malik Renault, that also committed to Indiana. Uh, we'll talk about him and, and what he'll bring to the table here in a minute. Before we do that, though, guys, uh, just imagine you're hanging out with some friends, putting back a few drinks. A few drinks becomes a few too many, and as the evening comes to an end, people start to head out. You think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill someone. Everyone knows the risk of drink, of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Want to dive into Malik Renault now. With Jalen, Indiana fans had a a long time to kind of watch his game and, and get a sense of the type of player it is. Everything with Malik in Indiana happened a lot quicker. Uh, and Indiana fans maybe not have as much insight into his game. So I'll start off on that point. What type of player is Malik Renault? High energy guy, rim runner, um, you know, big body likes to play very physical, but he's going to bring the energy, right? He's going to bring the energy, the wild plays. But I think his his propensity to to bring the wild plays, i.e. the dunks, the putback dunks, and, you know, finish with authority, I think that overshadows his skill set. I think he's very skilled, very agile. Um, he can handle the ball, but he can create off the face up. But, he def- you know, he can definitely be very productive in the paint. But I – you know, he can maneuver around there and uh, handle the ball pretty well. Also, he's got great hands. Um, and he's a guy who y'all are going to love because he is going to create those wow plays, which are momentum shifting dunks and blocks. And, you know, um, he's a guy I'm very high. One of the best players I saw last summer with the Night Riders on the EYBL. Um, he, he averaged around 20 and 10 in the EYBL. So, I mean, let that. Wow. You know, take that for what it's worth. And then again, we got to say this too. I I think he was the most important piece. I think uh, Boyle would probably say the same thing on that loaded Mont Bird team. And you know, whatever you can say, you're the most important piece on the Mont Bird team. 
That's yeah. saying, you know, um, <laughs> just because he's the one guy I think on the roster. It's like, and I've heard, I got a coach tell me that it's like, he's the one man. It's like, you know, we can deal with Sky and we can deal with Jalen. We, we can match up with them. It's just, this kid's a matchup problem, man. He just, that motor, that motor and his combined with his skill set, that's just tough. It's tough to contend with. So the watching, I can't remember specifically what game it was. It was during their kind of national tournament bracket um, during those games. I remember watching the game and thinking at one point that I, I hadn't really remembered uh, Malik really making a or doing a whole lot necessarily. And then they bring up the stats and he has like yeah. 18 points and nine rebounds. And it's just kind of his ability to, to kind of make himself available around the rim and get those, those cleanup plays, those yeah. put back dunks and stuff like that. It, yeah. it is that a strong skill set of his, I, it, it's kind of an odd skill set just to say he can, he can be available around the rim, but it seemed like something he really excelled at. That's so funny. I remember years ago, um, you know, people know who Montrez Harrell is now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I never forget. He was in high school and I said, yeah, man, you're like a, I said, you're like, you know, you're like the junkyard dog, you know, like, you know, he, he was, you know, and people used to take offense. He he was kind of like, I can do more than that. You know, it's kind of yeah. like, no, man, that's a, that's, that's a compliment. And so yeah. he's, you know, take him and now he's fully embraced that role and he, you know, you know, so, but I think Malik is a guy who embraces it now. Yeah, and yeah. and that is absolutely a skill set to be a guy who uh, it just plays with high energy. And my, now I, I get, like I said earlier, he has he has a skill set that I think people that is overshadowed by his motor and his ability because he's tall and long and he's making the rim running plays. But like you said, I've done that a couple of times in his games where it's like, um, you know, you look up and you see him on the oh, he's dang, he's leading him in scoring. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess he is. You know. But he's also getting things that you're not charting, like my bird charts deflections. I think he was one of the uh, top players on the team last year with deflections. And, and just think about all the shots he changes, right? There's no stat for that. Um, so, yeah, highly productive guy, man. Um, definitely a guy I was really high on. I think he finished 28 in our SI 99. I mean, it was a rough class, but he probably could have finished higher. Um, but, I mean, 28 is pretty good, you know? Yeah. I will. I will certainly take uh, landing two of the top twenty-eight, uh, as I go. think most most Hoosiers would. Um, I, it it matters less and less as we move forward, kind of into this modern positionless basketball. But yeah. I mean, is he more suited as kind of a four or a five? Mm-hmm. Is it something he'll play both of? I mean, he'll get the chance to play both coming off the bench this season. But is there a role he's better in? Yeah, I mean, I think he's probably better as a four. Um, just because of his versatility, like he could, you could have, you can honestly um, run him like in a four out setting, you know, because mm-hmm. um, he, he's really versatile and he, he can guard wings, you know, he's really long and like um, very agile. So um, he, he just has a transferable skill set on both ends of the floor and with the ability to, and I've seen him guard multiple positions. I've seen him guard guards um well <laughs> and so um he's a guy who's definitely going to be productive off the bench and he might i mean i don't know you know I, i'll just say it <laughs> like that i think i i think he's gonna play a lot 
you know, what they say is not who starts, is who finishes. I think he's going to yeah. be on the court a lot at the end of the game. Yeah, it'll certainly be interesting because I was honestly a little surprised that, that he joined with Trace Jackson Davis and Race Thompson being there. Uh, yeah. But it sounds like with an energy guy like that, he might be yeah. really well suited to coming off the bench and bringing that energy. Sure. Um, he spoke a little bit this summer uh, in his, I think, one media availability he had about mm-hmm. – expanding his game out to the three-point line more yeah. uh especially offensively it wasn't something i saw a lot of although again i barely watched them is that yeah. i mean d- does he have much of a skill set out there is it something you think he can develop well i think he he's gotten better with it over the last uh year right like he showed it a little bit but it's not something that i would tout you know for yeah. him and you know obviously we hadn't seen him play since the end of the year so I, I mean, I know he, he's a, he's a worker, so I'm sure he's working on that. And, you know, he's probably thinking long term. But it's like John Calipari said. <laughs> I never forget John Calipari is like notorious um, in the past for being like, okay, well you can work on that in practice. But you know, we're trying to <laughs> we're trying to get this dub. So you know, yeah. this is the role I need you to fill. And I think he'll probably. I don't think he's gonna be out there launching threes. Like I, <laughs> I don't think that's gonna be the case. Yeah, it, I. I don't think he will be either. Uh, it is interesting, though, the, to see him kind of expand that game. And as you mentioned, defensively, I mean, can he guard all the way? Yeah. You said he can guard all the way out to the wing. Can he guard kind of two, three through five? Yeah, I would say two, three through five, more so three through five. Um, but, yeah, he just he has quick quick feet. He plays very physical. Um, you're not bodying him down there, even a big body, because he's challenging them shots. And, you know, he's a fire guy. You know, so off the bench, he's definitely um, a guy that you you want to 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 plug in and you know ex- accelerate on both ends of the floor. And I think he can definitely step in there and you know fill that role for sure. Yeah, which is another benefit to IU at least to have someone like Malik who can plug in a different a bunch of different holes basically depending on on what uh the hoosiers need if he's coming off the bench yeah. uh, if somebody's in foul trouble or, or anything along those lines he can step in and and provide something for indiana well, both those guys drew all the headlines and they both sound like guys who are going to step in and be huge pieces from day one but they aren't the only guys in this 2022 class uh caleb banks and cj gunn wrap up the class when we Come back here in just a minute. We will talk about them as well. Caleb Banks came in at number 85 on on the SI-199. Um, uh, a player that maybe didn't receive as much attention simply because Jalen hood Shafino did, and then later on Malik as well. But um, a score, it seems like, from his time in, in high school. What type of of prospect or the Hooters getting with, with Caleb. I just, I like his versatility and athleticism and that's, you know, that's where he thrives. So um, in that he's able to play both forward positions, right? Is he better in the paint? Probably, you know, he's probably better maneuvering around the paint, but he's just so agile and versatile, um, you know, and strong and physical. And, you know, he's the, he's that guy. Right. So he's that guy who's going to he's going to he's a finisher. He finishes plays very efficiently. Um, obviously, a guy who is no stranger to the high wire act. Um, and so um, definitely a guy who can slide over and like we talked about defensively can guard multiple positions. And 
Um, definitely brings it on the defensive end. And he's also a really good rebounder, with great anticipation as a rebounder, and um, definitely some guy you can plug in and get a lot of production out of. I think. I think he'll. I think he gets better. And I said this. Uh, we were talking about him at Peach Jam. I think he's a guy who gets better as he levels up. You know, as there's more spacing and um, more guys his size playing against him, where he can. Uh, uh, exploit matchups and exploit his um, quickness in the face up and uh, off the high high post. I think he's a guy who will be more productive as he levels up at this level, you know. And I and I think as the years go on, he'll be like the he'll be like a fan favorite and highly productive forward. Yes, and to that point, the being a productive forward, that's something Indiana didn't have. A lot of last season are those kind of wing perimeter players. Um, I guess with his athleticism, with his size, is he someone that is going to be productive out there on the wing as kind of a small forward at times? Yeah, yeah he's a, he can definitely run both uh, both forward spots interchangeably. I mean, he's he's proven it, uh, uh, you know, in the circuit and obviously in high school. But he's definitely a guy who can slide over and play the four and the three um, efficiently. For sure. And, I mean, to your point, you mentioned him being a good rebounder. Uh, 23 points, 10 rebounds a game last season. Um, Shot 38% from three. Is this a guy that's going to be able to come in kind of day one and and make him be able to get minutes for Indiana? Yeah, he'll get minutes. He'll definitely get minutes. I mean, he's too too productive. You know, Mm -hmm. at his size and at his – skill set and again you, you see a theme with energy right so he's a guy at his size who's who plays with maybe even more energy than Malik which is crazy right um mm-hmm. I don't know maybe I don't know Malik plays with a lot of energy I mean, maybe not, maybe not. <laughs> they're, both, they're both both of these things are good right yeah but you can't keep that guy on the bench you yeah. can't keep that guy on the bench if you do that won't go well you know yeah. what I'm saying because because he can help you win and um, you know he's skilled, and but he's going to be productive, and he's going to give you positive minutes, and I think he'll earn those minutes for sure. It's a it's a good competition to have to see who the yeah. more energetic of the two is going to sure. be, and hopefully it it rubs off on the two of them. And the, it's a competition they have all year because it's only good things for them and for yeah. the team as a whole to try to bring up that energy level. Last guy, CJ Gunn, uh, someone that Indiana fans might be more familiar with just because he's a Indianapolis product. Uh, someone that they saw a bit more of during the season. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll just start off as always again, just type, uh, just kind of an overview of what type of prospect he is. Yeah, well, he's going to certainly earn his minutes um, stroking that jump shot, right? Oh, because yeah. That is, yeah. His, that is his most dominant uh, skill set. I mean, I think he's a he's physical. I mean, six six really competes on the defensive end, but um, where he's going to be on the court is um, – his propensity to knock down shots and he's not towing the college line. Like he, he's always been a guy who um, shoots it deeper more so in between the college line and the NBA range, but he, he doesn't, um, he's not shy about letting that thing fly. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but he's a confident shooter and that's, there's a difference with that, right? A guy who can shoot in there is a confident shooter. And um, I think he fits the bill of a confident shooter. And, um, you know, I think he, you know, is he decent playmaker? But again, you know, 
I'm not saying he's a one-trick pony, but um, he's going to earn minutes stretching the defense for sure. I was going to say, you at just that first point alone is going to probably get him time uh, for Indiana because the other thing Indiana did not have last season was outside shooting right. at all, basically. So having someone like him who can come in and stretch the defense, he's going to get opportunities to do it. Uh, he's going to get the chances, obviously going to continue to be the, the, the kind of big right. thing. Is that going to limit his minutes at all? Yeah, I mean – yeah, well, he's you know. Let me say this too. He's a, he's a, he's an athletic scorer too, right? So he he's yeah. an athlete, so he's gonna be able to compete on the defensive end, and and that'll also earn him. And I shouldn't just say his ability to stretch the defense, yeah, um, because uh, you know I know the the premium they put on the defensive side of the ball. So I think he'll be able to earn minutes in that way too. But um, yeah, I mean, he you know it'll. I don't think it's gonna be the impact will be Malik. Jalen, you know, but I think that skills, I mean, it's the ultimate equalizer, you know, the ability to knock down shots. I think of this group, he's the best shooter, you mm-hmm. know, of this group we're talking about. He's definitely, definitely the best shooter. So um, that's where he, he and I, I mean, I, I know he knows that, you know, <laughs> I know yeah. they have those conversations like let it fly, you know. Um, and so his ability to be efficient in that regard is, you know, what will be the telling the telltale sign of how long he's out there he showed out in the indiana versus kentucky all-star games both of them he had uh big scoring nights in both of them knocked down shots from three in both of them which was kind of a maybe a bit of a preview of what's in store for for his time at iu i guess just to wrap it up just kind of your overall thoughts on this class for indiana and just kind of how impactful the, the they can be for the hoosiers well, I expect a lot out of them. Um, you know, obviously starting with Jalen Malik, uh, it helps that they have that chemistry. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for, and I know they're very close. Uh, so, and then they're coming from a winning program. So, um, but I, I what what I like is uh, the versatility, and I like the um, uh, of the whole class. I mean, you got CJ knocking down shots, Malik. You can use interchangeably in a lot of different ways. And the general theme is energy with this class and a lot, all of them bring a lot of energy, high IQ guys who you can, you can plug into different spots and uh, you can expect production out of, I like to say production because that, you know, CJ is a shooter, right? But Mm -hmm. all the other three guys, they're impacting the game in a lot of different ways, especially on the offensive end. So um, I just really like the versatility. I like the length, obviously. Uh, with Malik and Jalen and the ability to knock that the ability to guard multiple positions. So uh, versatility on both ends of the court, I would say is the biggest thing I like about the class, but I'm expecting a lot out of them and you guys should too. Yeah. I was going to say, IU fans are expecting Yeah. I was going to say that it's going to, yeah. it's going to be a big season and they're going to be uh, a big part of it. It's interesting as well to talk about versatility because yeah. I mean, we talked about it with the 2023 class and, it, it seems like something Mike Woodson's kind of placing a premium yeah. on in this coaching staff. So um, yeah. it'll be interesting to see if, if that's a trend that I assume will continue moving mm-hmm. forward. As always, I uh, appreciate the conversation. It was a, a really fun one this week and uh, looking forward to doing this again next week. Yes, indeed, man. I always love to come. Thanks again, Jason, as always for coming on and 
having a great conversation with us about basketball recruiting. And thanks again to you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back with you tomorrow to do some more talk about uh, or to have more discussions about IU football as we inch closer and closer to the start of the season. Now, I know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and the local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen, Locked On Big Ten. Follow us on Twitter if you have not already at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a quick rating and review. Most importantly, though, guys, everybody have a terrific Wednesday in LEO.